The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When Judas had left them, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and God will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. I give you a new commandment. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. This is how all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. This chapter, chapter 13 in John, begins what, what is called the Book of Glory. So the Book of Glory is the entire second half of the Gospel of John, and from this moment on, it is all about glory. And we kind of hear this in the litany today. Now is the Son of Man glorified. God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him and himself, and God will glorify him at once. Do you get it? It's all about glory. It's kind of a, a hard passage to, to take if you take it fast, but if you pray with it really slow, we begin to see this impact of glory. Now, I have to admit, when I was praying with this all week, I didn't really know what, what Jesus was talking about or what glory meant, and I was actually talking with, the, with this uh, on my priest on the day off. I have some priest friends I spend my day off with, and we were talking about this and asking each other what we were going to preach about. And I said, I want to preach about glory, but I don't actually know what it means. And so as we're talking about it, I pulled out my phone and looked it up in the dictionary and began to ponder what glory means. So in the dictionary, glory means praise, honor. It means to give uh, something renowned. It means beauty. It means splendor, magnificence, a state of gratification or exaltation. And I still wasn't really getting what glory meant until I read this definition, to light it up brilliantly, to light something up brilliantly. So I think about that and, and what glory means. Now what's interesting is the Gospel of John talks about glorifying. To, so Jesus, at this moment, he says, from now on, I will be glorified. And in the, in the earlier Gospels, we hear Jesus say over and over again, when he does the miracles, he says, don't tell anybody about this. I don't want anyone to know about this. My time has not yet come. From here on out, he wants everyone to see the glory of the Father in him. He begins to light up. But what's interesting in the Gospel of John, we don't hear the transfiguration like we do in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Because in the Gospel of John, we have this whole book of glory. So from now until the time that he suffers, dies, crucified, and rises from the dead, it is all about his glory. It's all about seeing the Father's light in him. So as I thought about that, what it means to light, to light it up, to light something up, you know that phrase uh, uh, about someone that is, it has that personality that they walk into a room and they just light up the room? 
just by their mere presence in the room. Do you have anybody in your life like that, that they truly light up a room when they walk into it? You know, so I think about that, the glory of somebody that lights up a room. And Jesus was like that. You know, he had that, that presence about him that, that he just lit up a room. From the moment of our conception, from the time that you were conceived in your mother's womb, you were given a divine spark. You were given this light. And in baptism, actually, you were literally given a candle. You were given the light of Christ. And when the priest hands the candle to the, to the parents and godparents, he says, parents and godparents, this light is entrusted to you to be kept burning brightly. This child of yours has been enlightened by Christ. He is to walk always as a child of the light. And may they keep the faith of flame alive in their heart. And when the Lord comes, may he go out to meet him with all the saints in your heavenly kingdom. In our baptisms, we were given the light of Christ. In our baptisms, God is glorified in us. In our baptism, from that very moment, we have all of God's ability to light up a room. It's been said that priests, by being a priest, we have a front row seat in the theater of God's grace. And what I mean by that is we get to see so many amazing experiences. So I just think about this, the last five days, not even a week, of what I've experienced as a priest. So last, on Tuesday, I, I got to experience my godfather. I celebrated his funeral mass. And normally, uh, you would think that that would be a, a horrible thing, and it is. It was a tragedy. He died young. But my godfather was one of those people that lit up a room. My godfather was like the, the great comic act. Whenever he walked into a room, he would have everybody laughing and everybody smiling. And even at his funeral mass, um, there was tears, but there was also laughter. And I couldn't help but think of glory, of his face that would light up a room. The same candle that is given to us in baptism is actually symbolized in this Paschal candle that we light during the Easter season. And so at the casket, at the head of the casket, is always the Paschal candle. And the light that is given to us in baptism guides us all the way into eternal life. And so I had a front row seat at my godfather's funeral. I got to celebrate his funeral and experience the glory of God even in death. Four days later, so on Friday night, I would celebrate a wedding for a young couple, Joe and Emily. Joe and Emily are this vibrant young couple um, that, that, that I got to know over the years. And Joe, when he walks into a room, he lights it up. The first time I met him, I was water skiing with him, and he and I were tandeming on the back of a boat. And I thought I was a good skier. Well, Joe was an amazing skier, but he was crazy. Like, he was wild and reckless, you know? So he and I were crossing, crisscrossing lines and high-fiving each other on the, on the water ski. He is just somebody that lights up a room. And I saw the Father's glory on their wedding day. As the two of them took each other until death do they part, they were just beaming with light, with the Father's glory. Yesterday, I would celebrate uh, Vinny's confirmation. Vinny was a young boy from my last parish, and now he, he was confirmed yesterday, and he asked me to be his sponsor. And when he went up and was anointed by the bishop, I saw the Father's glory. Vinny was just beaming. Vinny has always had this, this look from the time that he was a child, when I knew him. He, he lit up a room. He would light up an entire church just by his smile. Tomorrow, or today actually, 
after the noon mass, I get to celebrate my niece's baptism. So my niece, Jaina, I will get to baptize her and give her that same light of Christ, and we will see the Father's glory. Last week, I interviewed uh, an elderly priest, uh, Monsignor Bible. He lives in Erie, and he's now in a, in a nursing home. And I interviewed him about his entire life of prayer. And before my eyes, I saw the Father's glory in this priest. I have always seen him as someone that can light up a room. I see it in the newly ordained priest that will be ordained here in just a few weeks. I got to see it in confession yesterday. So every week as a priest I get to hear confessions and there is no greater moment for me than when I lay hands on a person and say the words of absolution and absolve someone from their sins in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And as I remove my hands from their head, I see their face beaming with a smile, knowing that they are forgiven of their sins. I've seen it in people that I anoint as they're about to, to go through surgery or suffering from illness. I just had a couple come and see me for depression, and as I anointed them, their hands and their, their forehead, there was finally some light in their eyes. It's like they already they were being healed and forgiven from their sins. The reality is that in the sacraments, we experience God's glory. And I will see it again today as the bread and wine are transformed into the body and blood of Christ. And I watch, I hear Eucharistic ministers say this all the time, what an amazing thing is to see people come up and receive communion. The glory of the Father's only Son will be in you as you receive the body of Christ. I think about our Holy Fathers. Um, John Paul II was the first one that I knew, and I got to see him for the first time in 93 in Denver for World Youth Day. He not only lit up a room, he lit up a crowd of a million people. So when he came through a crowd, the crowd was on fire. The same thing was with Pope Benedict. I saw him after I was newly ordained in Rome, and I got to see Pope Benedict up close, and he lit up the entire Vatican Square. Pope Francis, I saw him in Philadelphia, and he lit up the city of Philadelphia. I think it is so amazing that we have this gift, not only from conception, but especially in baptism, we are given the light of Christ. So I want you to think now for a moment about the people in your life. Who do you know that truly lights up a room when they walk into it? Who are the people you know that glorify God in their lives? Who are the people you know that have truly found their call and are fully living the life that God has called them to? This is what it means to glorify God, to light up a room, to light something up. And the reality is that each and every one of us, each and every one of you, at your baptism, have been given this light. You have been given this great gift of life in Christ. You are a light to the world, and you can actually light up not, an, not, a, not only a room or a crowd, but an entire world by truly believing in the gift that you have been given. And today it is renewed every time you receive the Eucharist. And so I just invite you to think about that, that that candle that was given to in baptism is to be kept burning brightly. How is your light? Is your light burning brightly or has it begun to dim? If it's begun to dim, allow yourself to be renewed either through, through the sacrament of confession or receiving the Eucharist or making a renewal or doing pray 40 days or doing something to keep that light burning brightly so that you truly can be the light of God before the world. 
Just as Jesus wanted to glorify the Father and to light up the world before him, each and every one of us has been given that light. And so may you keep your light burning brightly that you may glorify God by what you say and by what you do.